We are back from the sweatiest place on earth, Orlando, the beautiful Disney World uh, for NHSCC, the UCA High School Nationals. What a weekend it was down in Florida. Um, just, just a great weekend of cheerleading. Um, I know both of us were super excited to talk about it, talk about all the um, routines and skills and teams and coaches and just just every every little bit um, about that weekend is just so great for the sport. So we're excited to dive in and we hope uh, you guys enjoy uh, our recap of NHSCC. Cheer Chalk is this episode's sponsor. Cheer Chalk is a revolutionary new product um, kind of sweeping the cheer world. You may have seen their posts on social media. Um, it's it's a liquid chalk that you rub on, give it a second, it dries, your hands get that, that white chalkiness so you can get your grips, no sweaty palms, no sweaty fingers, um, just solid grips and, and no stress about your grips. So if you or your athletes are you know needing something to fix your grips and to fix um, your stunting and your skills, um, look into Cheer Chalk. It's uh, available on Amazon. Um, so thank you to Cheer Chalk for sponsoring episode eight. Thanks for listening to episode eight. We appreciate you being a subscriber of the Mark Through. Music's on. The baby's sleeping. You ready for this? Who live is this? Who lit is this? Who real is this? We too legit. We are M A R K T A R U. Mark Through podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad? Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do. Walk through. Live from the Rocky Mountains. It's the Mark Through. I was going to say uh, Saturday night. <laughs> it's Saturday night. Upset eight. Welcome back from the sweatiest place on earth. <laughs> It wasn't that sweaty. It was really cold. It was cold. Like, I was like, I'm glad I packed joggers. I think only one time in my many times for that event, yeah. that time of year, it was that cold. I agree. That was the coldest I've ever... Mm-hmm. We've been to Disney many times, so that's the coldest it's ever been. You know what doesn't make it better, though? So many people would come up to us while we were like on the football field, and they were like, well, you must be used to this. You're from Colorado. And I was like... Just because we live in Colorado doesn't mean we enjoy... Like, we came to Florida for warmth. We didn't well, come to Florida for more coldness. What do you think? We practice outside? I know. Or we I don't know. have heat? I know. It was just we funny. We practice in a gym like everybody like, else. a good handful of people were yeah, like, I oh. Mean, they, I remember that. It's still cold when we go outside. Exactly. Like, but still just practicing inside. But, um, but yeah, that was it was a good trip. Yeah, it was fun. Um, always good to, to go... Back to the field house and have a good run there, and then um, see some of our friends and see some like you saw your former coach. And, yeah, it's emotional, uh, emotional weekend. Yeah, some teammates it. and athletes. So it's it's just a good weekend, good yeah. wholesome weekend. I love the national high school cheerleading championship. I really do. It's like. My favorite event of the year next to the college nationals so yeah, now that we're back um it's weird end of end of season it's i know so isn't strange. that such a <clears throat> we still like have a couple the flow just slams on the brakes yes but we're not in park yet it's like you don't know what to do with your hands yeah we're not in park yet because we still have like a couple basketball games but even basketball is slowing down mm-hmm. um we have playoffs coming up so that'll be fun and hopefully we can do well through that but then like as soon as we got back, I started like finalizing our plans for the end of the year banquet. Yeah, wrapping it up. And it just feels like as soon as we get home from high school nationals, it's like, okay, I mean you're done. The big Feeling. chunk of our season of, of the kids' mental focus yeah. is, is now past. Yeah. And yeah, similarly, like you're saying, you're you were wrapping up the banquet. I was getting stuff ready for tryouts. So yeah, totally. It's just like. I saw that in our Google Drive. I was working on the calendar today, and I saw that you had, like, stuff for tryouts, like, edited and worked on, and I was like, it truly never stops for us, but I don't know about you, but I don't really want this season to end yet. Like... It was fun. We have a good group of kids. It's been a fun year. I don't think I'm ready to say goodbye to this team 
just yet. So luckily we have a couple weeks to still enjoy oh, yeah. our games and stuff together. But mm -hmm. I, I don't think I'm ready. It's just, it's come and gone so quick like it always does. Yeah. It's, it's August and we're doing the, you know, the welcome freshman orientation. Right. And then boom, flight home from nationals. I know. Season in a flash. So. I know. It was a yeah. good one. Third season, third place at nationals. Yeah. Um, quick run through of NHSCC, so one, three, five, seven. So uh, I'm gonna start top thing really that kind of stuck out to me was that it ran on time. Totally. Like everything was smooth. Um, I heard there was an issue with some of the timing on Friday with game day, but that didn't affect us. So no, we just had practice on Friday. Smooth. I mean, we competed in three rounds of competition. We were All there. On time. Um, three separate times. That has so, to be, and I know that you've been on this side of that has to be so hard to like make sure things are running on time, especially when you have technology involved now because they're doing the e-scoring. Oh yeah, multiple so, venues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was surprised, speaking of like the timing stuff, when we were done with finals, mm -hmm. I was like, wait, we're not two hours behind waiting on results to find how we did finals. Like. Finals happened, I think they even called us back early to load us on time. Like, yeah. so um, I just remember you talking about how it ran on time. Finals is definitely when I remembered thinking like, oh, we probably won't know until 10 o'clock at yeah, night. You just assume at, when you're leaving the venue, it's 11 p.m. Right, right. But it was like seven and we were like, done. we were like, oh, we have, we get, like, the block party hasn't even started yet. That was it, that was it. <laughs> usually, usually when we get out of there, the block party has already like, we're like two hours in and we're like, mm -hmm. all right kids, we're gonna go for the last hour of the yeah, block party. See if they let us on a ride. But we're like, okay, I guess if you guys wanna like grab something to eat and like change like and- hang out? Yeah, and it was celebrate. So, that was nice to not have to rush to the block party with them. Yeah, and, that was. And they enjoyed it, so. But yeah, so props to UCA for running it well. It was, it was uh, enjoyable, it was yeah. less stressful, less chaotic. Yeah. Um, over to you, three. So my three is the cheer floors were so ugly. Cheer paraphernalia all over the floor. And I'm just like, ugh. I just, it was so ugly. The cheer yeah. floors looked ugly. So that bothered me. This is the cross I bear. Of OCD. Yes, there was no way for people to get them out of the way. I noticed this especially in the arena because we were higher up. People weren't able to discard signs mm -hmm. and props so they just essentially left them where they stood mm -hmm. and then the most of the second half of routines were just kind of compact and and in the middle. I will continue to champion my hope that they correct the sign rule from this year and moving forward into next season. Bless. <laughs> okay, number five. Five. Um, we walked about a hundred thousand steps from Thursday to Tuesday. No, we didn't. Yeah, and most oh of the my time, god, we we're either holding or pushing a baby doing that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so boom. I know. Good job. <laughs> Good job. So I mean, part of that is attributed to we were in movies, so it's a little more of a hustle if you got to walk, but it's like. Wasn't as steps. bad as I thought it was gonna be. No, when I when we were told right we were in movies, I was like, oh crap! But it wasn't that bad. And I told you, I was like, as long as we're not on that far side, which we weren't either. We're I mean, we're smack in the middle, so it didn't. Yeah, matter. it was perfect. But you you know you walk across music that takes ten seconds, and you're right there at celebrating yeah. all. So, but totally. that I think contributed to it. Just a few more walks, especially going over to the football field a few times over in sports, and and then the parks, of course. And, so yeah, so got our walking in and my calves are feeling the burn now that we're back. Yeah, for sure. And back to you with the seven. Okay, so in episode three of the Mark Three podcast, <laughs> we discussed music and how it's always nice at college nationals and high school nationals to show up at the music table and you're greeted by the lovely face of Melanie Radich. And part of that is just home for me. We showed up at the music table 
and Melanie Radich was not there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, oh no. But we saw her and she, she reassured us with her yeah. wholesome goodness and kind heart. She was like, you're going to do great. It's yeah. going to be the fine. Girls are and be fabulous. I, I like grabbed her arm and I said, why are you not at the music table? And she was like, you're going to do great. It's going to be fine. Good vibes. We're fine. I don't know why I'm superstitious about every little piece of that competition. Um, <laughs> The end of prelims through to finals, our team got so superstitious. They I blame myself. They I became exceeded, that way too. They exceeded being just a little stitious yep. and became superstitious. So much so that we planned if we were to make finals to wear a white competition uniform. In prelims, we dropped in our all purple uniform and semis were like, okay, shake it off. We're going to wear our gray uniform. We're going to feel fresh. And we hit. And so we said, we're not wearing our white competition uniforms. We're wearing our grays. We just hit in gray. We're going to hit in gray again tomorrow. Their superstitions rubbed off on me. I was like, oh my God, maybe they're right. We need <laughs> you know, yep. I became yep. very stitious. Okay. So diving in. NHSCC recap, just some, uh, some of our thoughts on that. There's, so many divisions and so many teams that we're not we're never gonna be able to hit all of them or even a third of them it as would much be a four-hour podcast yeah it would be so long and it would be so dreadfully boring that you'd only listen until you heard somebody talk about a team you know so we ain't touching that but some takeaways just about it that you know we we can't stop talking about essentially something that we saw a lot of buzz about on social media and just amongst our friends um, when we were down there talking is college nationals is going to be insane in the next two to three years. I even say in the next, like even next year. Next year, yes, but as it grows, it, I understand. Yeah, give it another year so that all of these all-girl and even small co-ed teams have these skills, these right. inverts. Ooh! We saw some incredible inversions. Inversions. That was hard to say. It was, it was incredible to see um, the technique that some of these teams were holding, mm -hmm. um, the power, the hitting at the top, the not pressing. Like this, this was just a great rule change. Like I'm so glad the inversion rules came in because, mm -hmm. like, one, so much more fun for us. I know our team loves mm -hmm. inversions. So like when on pushing the envelope, you have the ability because high school doesn't spin. Yeah, you can go to the top now. Right. So it teaches good technique of throwing, good. finishing, and catching at the top. But then they get to college, and then they can take that and build on that. That is what the sport needs is that Perfect progression. Yes. It is the perfect progression. Yes. I love that. I do love that. Okay, so we want to go into um, just some of the top performances we noticed through the weekend. It's hard to like sit and enjoy and watch the whole competition because we're with there, we're there with our team. Um, so and so much of it happens simultaneously. True, so true. I guess if I'm just like reflect on the last thing I remember from nationals, it's um, small D one finals, mm -hmm. all girl, um, Owasso from Oklahoma was. Yes. Incredible. So this is Oklahoma. Yeah. What this is their first year at UCA high school nationals. They're normally an NCA mm -hmm. previously com yeah. competitive school. So, anyways, watching Owasso in finals was incredible. They were so clean. They were so sharp. They had one drop, mm -hmm. but I I feel strongly that if they would have hit, they would have won because they. Well, then you don't need to feel strongly. It was in the. And the score scores. sheets. I mean, they scored a 93.5. Wow. Their execution was fantastic. And Boone scored like a 92, and Boone had a hit. Yeah. And Boone kept everything up. They they won our division, small D1. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fun fact. They had a team, I think it was in small or medium co-ed. So they have two varsity teams that compete at nationals? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, as long as they're not in the same, like, divisions. Insane. Yeah. Wow. Props to them then. So it's a big school. Yeah, it has to be. Or it's yeah. like the only one in yeah. the area, but yeah, probably is a big school. Wow, good for them. They were fun to watch. That was that was impressive. Um, they they had the UCA style down pat. They sure did. Um, they were clean. They did good technique. Great they cheer. Their, yeah, great cheer. They caught their skills at the top. Because we were in the, the same division as them, we didn't get to see them because we didn't mm -hmm. compete directly against them. Um, in prelims or in semis, because no, they weren't in semis, so. no. they were a straight through team. Oh. And in 
they weren't in our group in prelims, and then we just caught the end of their finals when we were coming out of mm -hmm. the, you know, the review cry room, so. <laughs> the cry room. It's either happy tears or sad tears. There's there's no in-between. You watch that, that It was so nice to have happy tears this Oh year. my gosh, for once, to just have happy tears. It was just, uh, um... So, moving on to the buzz of the weekend. Live Oak was in Large Varsity Division 2, and Live Oak was the show of the weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. They went viral on countless social media. They um, had people talking, all-star anons on Twitter, um, former coaches, retired cheerleaders, random Facebook pages sharing it. It was wild. You had so many people on Twitter that were like, oh my gosh, you think high school cheerleading's boring? Mm -hmm. And they would play like clips of Live Oak or like the Navarro cheerleaders were, you know, duetting it on TikTok mm -hmm. and they were just like, okay. From the Diamondoffs that nobody else did in the competition to the single base back handspring ups, all around that routine had everything. Mm -hmm. And it was exciting. Do you want to watch Live Oak? Uh, yeah, I want to watch Live Oak. Large just fills the map. Large is the prettiest routine in my opinion. <clears throat> I'm all for medium. Medium should be the default in my mind. We'll argue this all day though. Those Diamondoffs do not move. Don't move. Straight to the Hardest top. Hardest skill and so solid. I love those. Like that's their skill, the high to high, full around, stretch to overstretch. That is their skill and they're so good at it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful tucks, running fulls, impeccable timing. Here are the single base back handspring ups. Yeah, those, what? those are sick, those, be, those bases are beasts. Do you watch those grips though? Like that has to be seriously so hard. Because when they go, if you don't get your grip for her to pull through right away, it's it's done. Yeah, it so is. you have to get that grip right away so they can pull stretch. Yeah, it's all about that back spot getting the right ankle, not getting both angles. And the main base needs to be under it too, or it's gone. So like that is more impressive than people think. Pretty. Those scales were beautiful. Here's my favorite cheer in all the land. Shake those palms, girl. Beautiful jumps right into the dance. I love that dance. That's a good dance. Lots of visuals. That was fun. A fun eight count. Yeah, quick dances. But it looked good. It's the hand in hand and the pyramid. Let a high tick fall around. And again, lots of ticking, spinning. Excellent. Beautiful routine. Good job, coaches. That looked awesome. Yeah, that was solid. Too. It was so good. And you can't, like, for them to hit that consistently had to have been a work in progress. You know, you watch a team like Live Oak and you're like, surely they've never struggled in their lives. They just get a routine and can hit it, which is partially true. But I loved watching one of the top girls posted on her Instagram kind of the progressions of learning the Diamondoffs. Mm -hmm. And it was just refreshing to see that they have to learn skills just like anybody else. Oh, totally. And, yeah. But I mean, you new just. New style, new. Because I mean, that's not a standard cheer skill. No, no. It's very gymnastics. It'll be interesting to see what other teams try to do this yeah. next year because that's a very creative and Mm-hmm. Impressive cheerleading. It was it, it was awesome. And so many college coaches were like tweeting at them like, thank you, Live Oak, for blessing us with this routine. Yeah. Like so and many people. They're sliding in those DMs. Give us your seniors, give us your juniors. Can you blame them? Yeah. Which, by the way, now is the time to start looking. Yes. At the start of the off season. If you're senior, you already should have been looking for a while. Yes. Junior, it's time to pick it up. Sophomore is perfect time. Freshman, you might be a little bit early, but it doesn't hurt to look. Yeah. But, um, you gotta look. Coaches, college coaches don't have the budget or the time to go look at every athlete. Mm -hmm. So, just throwing that out into the universe for anybody who is trying to be a college cheerleader. Do it now. Don't yeah. settle. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. 
So, another top performance, Eagle Crest High School. So in medium varsity division one. Shout out Colorado. Oh yes, oh yes. But yeah, so they were just so solid in their performance. We saw their finals performance um, running back into the venue and saw them and just solid through and through stunts at the they've top looked, loud cheer they've looked like that all year too so like totally has been their mo props to them for just like making it consistent all of the kids looked like they were all in every competition whether it was a small school performance whether it was state mm -hmm. league nationals like those kids committed and they hit and they, they made sure they always hit they truly just would go in and flip the switch. Yeah, it was awesome to watch. because yeah, they were they were robotic with how good they were consistently. Yeah, yeah. I'm just so happy for them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. well done, yeah. very well done. It does such a, oh, when they open with like, the middle girl does um, a toe full and then she takes a step and then you see two of them do two fulls. And then later in the Here, second half it. of the routine, they do we'll more fulls. Don't talk about it, let's just watch it. So there's that toe full like you mentioned. And then they just go into two to falls. Yes. Again. Just the timing. Yeah, their feet are not moving. Mm -mm. The top rows are just staying in place. That first half was so fast. Did mm -hmm. you? I felt like that when we watched it. I think it's definitely a shorter first half where most people do shorter second halves. Yeah. Uh, color callbacks side to side are my favorite. I know. Yeah. I know. They're always good. It's, they, the crowd gets so involved. Mm -hmm. It's easy to follow. And, and then immediately back handspring up pull throughs. So yeah. not even back handspring up to two. They went to one. And once again, on time together. And finish it out. More inversions. Shoulder sits. Oh, good for them. Yeah. That's awesome. What a good hit. It was a good hit. Oh, they're so happy. Yeah. Oh, so that good. makes me want to cry. Eagle Crest <laughs> bringing it home, second in a row for Colorado. Yeah. Which brings us um, to our next point is uh, Colorado just had an awesome year where once we typically see a total dominance by teams from the south or from the northeast. So it's really just nice to see that the love is being spread and the success is happening across the country, but more so where we are. Yeah. Yeah, very exciting. Very cool. Colorado, like, it's been so fun to be a part of. Like, the coaches are more knowledgeable. The kids are getting more talented. Our all-star programs are getting better. They're our, growing. Yeah, our, our, our high school level teams um, are really up there. Talking about all of the teams that placed top 10. There was a ton of them. Yeah, so we'll go through them. So Eagle Crest won in medium, and Shap, uh, Chaparral got second place in medium too. Yes, and like, they were like, okay, top two teams. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, they haven't said Shap or Eagle Crest. And yeah. they're like, both from Colorado. I was like, no freaking way. Yeah, that was hype. So excited for both of them. Mm -hmm. Like, ugh. So excited for both of them. That was amazing. Yeah, so Shap getting second. Um, County, our team, got third uh, in small varsity. Then you have Rock Canyon, who's in large. They got fourth. All girl. In the all girl. Thunder Ridge, they're on the co-ed side. They're in the medium co-ed division. They took home fifth. Excellent. Yeah. and Their then, routine was sick this year. It was good. They yeah. had some good tumbling, standing fulls, things yes. like that. Yes, Exciting elements. Um, and then... Uh, Grandview was also in the large division. They took home sixth, and then um, Fossil Ridge up in Fort Collins was in the medium division with Eagle Crest and Shaft, and they got ninth. And I mean, there were many other Colorado teams there representing. Um, and making know, it to finals. These were just the yeah. ones that made top ten. Colorado teams showed up. It was awesome. Yeah. I could not I could not be more proud. Mm -hmm. I know we're in a very competitive state. Mm -hmm. um, and I know a lot of the coaches are very intense, but they're doing a great job, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like I love I loved seeing this. It was so great to leave nationals and be like, 
Yeah, we're from freaking Colorado. Did you see how they represented this weekend? Um, but now when people are like, you know, hey, how was state? And we're like, oh my gosh, state was so competitive. It was so intense. People are like, what? It, all those all-girl teams that I mentioned are in here. All those except Thunder Ridge. There's countless others. But we don't have small, medium, large at Colorado State. We're all 5A together. Yes. So it's, it's, um, it's intense competition right on the surface. So if you're looking at our top 10 at state, Eagle Crest won nationals. They also won state. Second place at state was Rock Canyon. Yep. Third place was Grandview. Fourth was Shap. Mm. Then fifth was Legend. Mm -hmm. And then, Fossil yeah. Fossil six and we were seven. So it's just crazy, like, mm. that continued on to nationals. Our state is hard. Yeah, state comp is tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, I guess I just had that realization, so mm -hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. And then a special note um, that I have to give love for. Both Lauren at County as the head coach, um, Alicia at Eagle Crest as the head coach, and uh, Amanda at Rock Canyon as the head coach all had babies this season. They all became first-time moms what? this season. I've got to give love to Mandy at Thunder Ridge. She had her third kid at the very end of last season, right before tryouts of this season. She took all three to nationals too. She's yes. A saint. Bless her. Yeah, she's. I I have to give some love to these women who just commit so much time to their families, to their cheer families, and to just being successful. I mean, the proof is right there um, with how competitive our state is, how well everyone did at nationals. Um, and just the dedication that these moms have towards their team and when you see them with their kids their kids love them fully and full-heartedly so you know that they're giving them that same love um, when they're not at practice or at competition so I have to give special love to the, ch the true cheer moms of the world the coaches that are moms well thank you and I don't know if the other moms feel this way I know we I know when I became a mom, I suddenly had this um, golden ticket and I all of a sudden had all these resources of other moms that reached out to me mm -hmm. and they were just like, yeah, was it was incredible. It's like, it's a secret, network. it's like a secret, but a non-secret club. I carried so much guilt all season <laughs> yeah. and I know some other moms have to be able to relate to this, but I just carried so much guilt because I was like, well, here I am again. I'm running practice. I'm dealing with parent emails. I'm collecting dues and fees. And my child is just sitting on the stage playing with her rattle and she's completely content and I can't help but be like, what am I doing? Yeah. Are my priorities right? Right. But she's a baby. She'd be doing that on the floor. At I home. know. I know. It's exactly. just, I wonder, I, exactly. And I'm wondering, I'm like, there has to be other moms that feel this way. But then as soon as we finished at finals and we got third and we put that little medal around Murphy and she stuck it in her mouth and was like, heck yeah, mom, like mm -hmm. you did that. It was just like, it was such a good feeling of like, I'm going to get emotional. All I know is it was good to see, um, your friend, our friend Ryan, um, at the competition because Thank then for her. later we ran into her mom. Yeah. And just we've talked about that before, just their bond and their relationship as mom and daughter, coach and athlete, and yeah. now coach and coach, um, which you know they documented on their show. Uh, her story will keep me from um, ever quitting early. Yeah. If there comes a time where I'm like. I need to be a better mom. I need to be a full-time mom or whatever. Um, Ryan was has been so incredible as a friend for me through this whole new motherhood thing. And she has definitely helped me validate my feelings as far as like, am I being enough of a mom or am I being too much of a coach and whatever that balance looks like. Um, and for her to say, you know, my whole life, I was like, I don't want to be my mom. I can't be my mom. I don't want to be my mm -hmm. mom. And for now, for her to be a, a grown adult, and she's like, no, that's exactly who I want to be. I want to yeah. be my mom. Mm -hmm. It makes me emotional. I think that's such a touching story. And thank you, Ryan, for just always listening when I feel like I have no idea what the frick I'm doing being a new mama. So nobody does. Yeah. Shout out to all the cheer coach moms. You guys are awesome. I know you guys all know how hard it is. Yeah. The true cheer moms. 
Um, some other notable items uh, happening in and around cheerleading right now. Um, Cheer Sport just wrapped. Cheer Sport was posting 23,000 participants. Holy crap. 35,000 spectators. I mean, it's at the Atlanta Georgia World Congress or whatever, the massive venue. Um, that's where, I mean, like, there was this picture and there was a post going around where the Super Bowl logo and the NCAA logo and the Cheer Sport logo were all on the same banner because Atlanta is proud to host such big events and that's cool. how big this is. So that's pretty cool, but, um, you know, if you're, if you're interested in the industry side of things, the uh, average athlete fee was 150 the spectator fees were $25 a person. Gosh, they are not making enough money. <laughs> per day. <laughs> That's so much. Yeah, That's rewind a lot that of... back. 23,000 participants, 35,000 spectators. Yeah. You're doing all right, Varsity. You're doing all right. So Varsity runs or owns Cheer Sport now? Yeah, yeah, they've owned them for a while. I think the buyout happened in my second or third year. So 2000. Like Something like like 13 or 14. Okay, okay. Yeah. I so, thought I remembered that happening, but I wasn't sure. So once that happened, then that truly became the Triple Crown, the first leg of the Triple Crown. It was kind of always unspoken um, mm -hmm. as like a, ooh, are, are they gonna triple? Um, so that's Cheer Sport, NCAA Dallas, and then UCA All-Star. That's a cool thing in All-Star to, mm -hmm. to Triple Crown. I think that, at least me coming from a world where I didn't do All-Star as a kid, Yeah. Um, learning about that when I became an all-star judge, I was like, I mean, again, like you were saying, it's kind of unspoken, mm. but huge, huge props to be able to do that. And mm. I think that's way harder. Than Only a few teams have since it's been an official thing. So ah. like once varsity all-star acquired cheer sport and it became part of the varsity all-star suite mm -hmm. of competitions, they were like, Oh, this is an unspoken thing. Let's make it a spoken cool. thing. So they did jackets and banners, and I don't even know what the prizes are now. Sure. But it is rare, because it's tricky to go to all three of those competitions. Mm -hmm. Cheer Sport and NCA are very close mm -hmm. timing, and then you know UCA All-Star isn't that much later. So it's tough to go to all three, but if you do, um, you know it's gonna be tough to win yeah. in all of them. I think it's a points race now, mm -hmm. based on placing. I don't think it's necessarily just an outright first, first, first. Um, but I could be wrong. I haven't paid attention to that in a while. Yeah. Pretty um, cool, though. Yeah. Regardless. Mm -hmm. Huge comp. Love the big stage. They do a a, a curtain. Mm -hmm. They do a curtain in front, and then when they say the team name, the curtain opens. And Very nice. The crowd's on the other side. So that's exciting. It's yeah. A different way of doing cheerleading. Can you imagine how the kids feel on the other side? Exactly. Like, like waiting we, for that. We talk about the castle. Right. Right. Similar feeling of just having that curtain open and you just see, you know, the parents and the fans and just the general supporters just being hype out there. Speaking of cheer sport hype, there's, of course, the big battle for hype um, on social media, really. Um, it wasn't even that deep of divisions, but senior large all-girl and senior large co-ed always create the most buzz, always create the most kind of conversation among the athletes and, and fans of All-Star. So on the all-girl side, um, you know, you got F5, Orange, and Senior Elite that were there. I believe Senior Elite won. Uh, let's check. Yeah, so Senior Elite won, um, Stingray Orange taken second, and then Maryland Twisters F5 taken third. Then on the co-ed side, you have TGLC, up and large co-ed. I love them. Yeah, they're always they always put on a show. They do. They really do. And then uh, Stingray Steel. Um, so those scores they were pretty close, but Top Gun definitely edged them. Um, they had less deductions too, so that, as we know, always helps. Mm -hmm. Other notable for the All Star is NCAA Dallas is coming up. So My favorite. That's your favorite All Star competition. It really sure. is. It's so. I was trying to talk to some of our our kids about it because they're former NCAA champions and mm -hmm. um, they have those jackets. They do have those jackets, and they they we we were trying to explain it to other girls on the team who have never been to NCAA Dallas, and honestly, it was indescribable because that venue is massive. That stage is so, like lots of lights, and it's just 
It's my favorite. I love that event. Mm. I think it's so cool. I yeah. think it's cool. It's my favorite All-Star yeah, event. Yeah, the arena is definitely an awesome yes. um, venue. Just how the crowd is organized and mm -hmm. everything. Fun fact, the people that designed the arena at Disney came to NCA Dallas. Cool. To see the arena and see how fans loved it, how people waited there in seats, how coaches could be up close and mm -hmm. stuff. So that's where you see the kind of double-decker in mm -hmm. the arena um, and the judges being kind of hidden away where it doesn't affect the crowd, whereas, you know, the field house or other venues, the judges are kind of in that best spot and mm -hmm. the arena um, at Dallas and the arena. So you're saying that was it. like kind of their inspo. Mm -hmm. they Makes said, sense. It yeah. makes sense, and now that you say that, I can totally see that. Right? Yeah. Very cool. Scott, fun fact. Is that a new segment? Nope. Okay. But I might put a graphic on the screen. That's fine. Scott, fun fact. Um, but yeah, so Dallas, that's at the convention center there. Yeah, we've gone to that so many times, and it's just so big, that, that massive hallway outside on the concourse is a mess it's a mess you can't walk in a straight line no there. that's awful trying to get but through there outside of that general chaos which isn't that bad it's just we were trying to run through there to like work yeah nca does do a good job with the crowd control with yeah. breaking up the venues and kind of making sure that the chaos and the hype of certain divisions and teams doesn't get out of control. Mm -hmm. So knock on wood, that goes smoothly for them as that approaches. The fandom at, um, at NCAA Dallas is big. So like at high school, a lot of teams come in to watch Live Oak, mm -hmm. but they'll probably wait and see it online or something. At NCAA Dallas, the fandom is so real. Everybody is running in mm -hmm. to watch you know, their favorite teams. And, well, and the then, like, the, uh, the Cheer Netflix kids from Navarro will be there, probably, with Cheer Athletics. Oh, yeah. So, oh, gosh. That's so going to be hard to keep them focused mm -hmm. all weekend. So there's going to be chaos there. Good luck to NCA and the people of Dallas. Um, I'm sad I'm not there getting in and out or one of the world's greatest steaks. I was going to say, there's so many good restaurants in Dallas and we've been lucky enough to been to a few of them. Yeah. Maybe we just go, just to go eat and we'll say, well, we were there for NCA Dallas. Mm, we could probably go on a different weekend. I think it was the very last time we worked NCA Dallas. It was the second to last time. Was it the second to last? I know what you're going to say. When we got, got our dog while we were in Dallas. Yeah. You were just happened to be on Facebook and found an adorable beak. I was on Facebook on our flight home, mm -hmm. and they were saying they were going to euthanize all these dogs by Friday if they didn't get picked up. And they didn't say you that. Saved your life. They didn't say that word for word, but they were kind of like, "Yeah, these dogs won't be here much longer." Yeah. So I remember calling them on our flight home from NCA Dallas and was like, "Hey, do you guys still have that beagle?" And they were like, um, "Yes." But, you know, we just want to give you a heads up on a couple of things. She's really tiny. And I was like, is she like unhealthy? And they're like, no, no, no. She's just a really small beagle. And her ears are really big. I'm like, okay, sure. She sounds hideous. We'll be there in three hours. Like, yeah. obviously sounds like the cutest freaking dog I've ever heard in my life. Hey. hey, that beagle. A good memory of NCA Dallas was we came home and we got our second fur baby, our second beagle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of the cheer Netflix Navarro kids, mm -hmm. Daytona is less than 50 days Tona. <laughs> you ready for Tona? <laughs> Do you deserve to go to Tona? Yes. I Adam Driver. I hope Adam Driver goes to Daytona this year. Just uh, Tona's on the horizon. We are two days out from Tona. Can you be on that? Oh, man. Um, but so, some, you know, just if you're a fan of college cheerleading, you know, you got to notice that, you know, a good portion of the Navarro team is on a new YouTube video or social media thing, um, you know, each week. But Trinity Valley, they got their, they're, they're dead silent. They got their nose to the grindstone. I think so. Like, I, what do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to be a close competition. I think we're going to see two really good performances in yeah. prelims, and then we're going to see two really good performances in finals and it's going to be a decisive I keep thinking choice. I keep thinking about Monica and I keep thinking 
I wonder if she's stressed at all because in my mind, I don't want cameras following my kids. I don't want cameras in my kids' faces. I don't want my kids doing like all this press, these cameos, mm -hmm. all this stuff. Like I want them focused, but I obviously know that they can't be focused all of the time. Well, and you gotta think they had the cameras through them for a hundred days last year. It's true, know. it's true. I guess just as a coach's perspective, I wonder if like all these appearances and stuff, if she's like, we need to slow down. We need to focus on our goals. And I'm sure she is. She's such mm -hmm. a business person. But I would kind of like to to get into Monica's head a little bit right now with all of the, mm -hmm. the fandom and the stars. And When have you noticed she hasn't She met Oprah. The Oprah was the last um, kind of appearance she was at. She hasn't really been to many of them recently. So yeah. you can tell that, you know, her focus is... Tona. Tona is on Tona, it's on, it's past the excitement of celebrating the show and it's back to business and um, business for them is being successful in Daytona. So yeah. hopefully they can reach their goals, but you know, you gotta root for the underdog a little bit, Trinity Valley, you know they're hungry for just a little bit of attention to say, hey, we're here too. I know, I know. And then speaking of that hunger, um, Tech has been staying hungry. They got some of those Navarro kids after last season. Yeah, I saw that. They usually do, that's a pretty good feeder. Mm -hmm. In Texas, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, Oklahoma State and Louisville have been contenders for the, you know, it's the three of them always. So, you know, will one of those two challenge Texas Tech or will Texas Tech, you know, take it home? Um, it'll be interesting. So Yeah, I can't wait. That'll be another one. Days. That'll be another one we can cover. That'll be fun. Can you do it in Tona? Can you do it in Tona? Tona! Another exciting part of um, NCAA college in Daytona is uh, partner stunts. So that's at the very end of the competition. It's the morning before Stunt Fest really kicks off. It's on a Saturday, and you see all, you know a good amount of people from the UCA side as well as from the NCA side. You see a lot of kind of skills come from that partner stunt competition mm -hmm. and make its way through to teams for their routines for next year. Totally, I love that. <clears throat> that excites me mm -hmm. more so than watching partner stunt. I love watching like. Oh, we're gonna see that next year. It's almost like a, a preview. Yeah, it's like well, that's where the innovation comes from. So yeah, so that's gonna be really great to see for both all girl and co-ed down um, in front of the fan shell. Um, will it be broadcast? Who knows? But speaking of partner stunt, the Infinity Unified Stunt Championship is coming up also in April. It's like a week or so later. Do you have any idea what that is for? No, I was just going to ask you to kind of fill me in because okay. I, it's the Infinity, so uh, by the, sh the, the company, shoot the Shoot People. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, so Infinity um, is get, has been getting into competitions the last few years and they too have noticed that partner stunt competitions have kind of fallen to the wayside, um, whether that's because of, you know, politics within the sport or you know, money and profit driving with, you know, having more teams register versus individual partner stunts. So they thought, you know, let's make our own. And so they, their biggest thing, why they call it unified is they want all types. Yeah. They want acro people. Mm -hmm. They want people, you know, on their registration form, they're looking for same gendered duos. So girls, oh. girls that can partner stunt, they want cool. to see the best of the best of all the different styles. So right now, their submissions for this April's competition are open till the end of the month. You wanna so, go? I mean, we gotta make a video. But so, if you know, if you are a partner stunner, all girl group, acro person, somebody who just loves throwing your friends in the air, check it out, it's the Infinity Unified Championship. But what was so cool, last year was the first year, the prelims round comes up, they're having, the teams that kind of work in front of the judges, where the judges can kind of be engaging with the groups. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then from there, they had um, all the teams sit out and they had a surprise for them. And they said, all right, pick three pieces of paper from this hat. And it was three different stunts. What? And so they said, we want to see you prove that you're the best in the world. Can you link these three stunts together? You can get into them however you want, you can come out of them however you want but they gotta be connected. 
That's very interesting. That's like a whole new level of pig. Right? Yeah, totally reminded me of Stunt Pig. Yeah. Totally did. But it really kind of puts that pressure on you. Are you that good of a stunter or are you somebody who knows your six stunts? Yeah, that I feel like that's a good good for them because that's a good way of being like, <laughs> let's make sure you're the best all around stunter, not a routine that you've done for 12 months so you can hit it in Tona. Tona! In mm. win, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's very cool. So, yeah, so, and what that did was that just kind of reduced the field so that the finals was, you know, not as big. But their finals was a pre prepared routine. It was oh, okay. a classic competition. Is it everybody against everybody or do they have divisions? They separated all girl and co ed, but other okay. than that, um, it was, you know, it was four girl and then duos. So with last year being their first year ever, were they, how did they get people to sign up? Just through social media, just okay. through general hype. That's so, so cool. Um, last year, um, there was yeah, there was an acro group that was doing stuff, so it was interesting. That's awesome. Um, seeing the judges kind of talk about, you know, they didn't do your typical TikTok, mm -hmm. but they did, you know, a, a one-arm hand ski mm -hmm. and then switched and did another arm hand ski. Impressive. So is that a TikTok? Should we score that there? Is that a spinning oh. stunt? Is that an invert? Because they weren't super comparable, so it was interesting kind of hearing that they, that they let the judges kind of speak about that. Um, and then, so in the end, um, a college co-ed group won and a college all-girl group won. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool to see. I mean, there were people that were retired. We should go. Active. Um, it's in Atlanta, mid-April, so I think it's we can try out, so probably not. Uh, it just I thought it, it it stuck out to me, and I want to I do want to follow it through April. Yeah. Um, and talk about it because, I mean, Tate from Infinity, you know, he said himself in the video I watched about it that you know partner stunt like we were just talking about is where that innovation happens partner yes. stunt is where the creativity occurs from and how cool is that because it comes from the athletes <clears throat> totally. it doesn't come from a choreographer it doesn't come from like a really good legendary coach it comes from the athletes so what if I throw you like this yeah. What if I catch you like this? And then, hey, coach, is that illegal? Mm, no, that's not illegal. Cool, we're going to do it. Or, do it one more time? Okay, let me sit and find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think that is something really special about our sport. That's mm. pretty cool. And to make it even cooler, they just said no rules. They said there's no limitations. If you want to do a double back rewind and you think, and they said be safe, and people were safe. People didn't do stupid stuff, but they removed those restrictions. And no said, way. And said, where, where can you be creative? Nobody's going to do a triple down. A triple down doesn't look cool. Yeah. They weren't worried about doing a triple down. You know, so that it's, it's kind of moot, but uh -huh. that was a cool factor that they removed those restrictions. That there's no rules. Mm. That's probably because Acro, though, right? <clears throat> if Acro's doing it, too, because they probably do a lot of stuff that by rules are not legal or I, some moves are not legal in I cheerleading. I said that goes into the, the unified sense of yeah. the competition. Cool. They wanted to blend styles um, and do that. So um, the competition will be in April in Atlanta and then yeah, submissions are due on the 28th. So cool. end of this month. I'm excited to see because I think last year they shared some of the submission videos and um, just to create some of the buzz. So uh, I, I just love partner stunt. I know I'm, you I'm a junkie for it. Um, proud of my friends that have won it. I'm just excited to watch this. Um, just another avenue for partner stunt. It's the only way in cheerleading you can stand out as a single athlete too. So I think that's also why you love it. Because <clears throat> as a lot of people in in any on any team, not everybody gets to walk away as a national champion. And mm -hmm. so when you walk off the floor and you're like, well, I did my job. But my, my teammates maybe did it because of a mindset or BS or this or that. Partner stunt is a great avenue to be like, let me show you what I'm made of mm -hmm. kind of thing. To, to single yourself out in a sport that is so team-oriented where everybody has to move the same and this and that. Mm -hmm. and well, so it's, it's, it's cool. a great way to express your athleticism. Like, For where, sure. Like where we saw Keyshawn when he won UCA in that video, you know, ending with... The one arm rewind is one of the final skills. Like that's so hard. that's a flex. That's yeah. not like 
oh, we're getting to the end, let me do a full up, pull live, and a TikTok, let me pop it off to end it. No. Well, now it's like, I'm gonna go as hard as I can and show you that I'm the best because the guy next to you is gonna go do the same. So, I, I just love I don't know stuff. how many times as a top girl, like me or our top girls that we coach, are like yelling down at their bases, like, get your grip. So like, yep. yeah, it's fierce. Yeah, boys, you gotta get your grips. No junk grips. Uh, you two girls, get your grips. Also, bases. Let's rephrase. There we go. Bases, get your grips. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, I ain't standing on that. Um, thoughts on cheerleading at, in the middle of February? I'm tired. Yeah, it's the end of the season. Thoughts mid February. Um, I'm not ready for this season to be over. I'm. I am excited for next season. I am going to enjoy all of the all-star and NCA stuff that I just get to relax and watch over the next couple months. You get to be a cheer fan again. Yes, yes, yeah. and not a stressed, um, crazy coach. So, that's nice. Yeah. What about you? Um, How are you feeling? Feeling good, feeling great. Um, very appreciative of all of our listeners. Yeah. Um, especially in 2020. We've seen a lot more subscribers and listens so thank you to everyone who yes. has been thank you guys um, engaging with this us been fun. it is fun yeah um it's weird but it is fun yeah it is fun it's exhausting for us but like <laughs> what else would we we would we this is absolutely what we want to be doing there's no off season there's no off season so um but yeah i'm with you thank you to everybody who's listening and subscribing yeah i think that's the end of episode eight yeah, I'm pooped. Cue the music, Bobby. Oh. Who's Bobby? Last note of yes. Nationals. Yes. Right okay. before the girls ran out of the castle, or I guess when the girls ran out of the castle and they got set and they were ready, Scott yelled, music's on! And I'm not kidding you, right after <laughs> Kate comes down and she goes, I felt like I was just getting, I was waiting for episode eight to come out and, and just go from there. Because the because <laughs> the beginning of our intro, we always say, music's on. So Kate heard you yell that. Uh, and she was like, oh, I was just ready for the next episode of the Mark Through to just start playing, not our routine to go. And I thought that was so funny. That's perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. So that was a highlight. All right. All right. So music is not on. <sighs> no, music is off. Cue the music. Go to bed. Yes. You ready for this? Who live is this? Who lit is this? Who real is this? We too legit. We are M A R K C A R U. Mark through podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad? Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do? Mark through.